Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Rat voice. This podcast is brought to you in part by our friends at Charlie Hustle Clothing Company. Charlie Hustle is a vintage-inspired clothing company based out of Kansas City that specializes in collegiate and hometown apparel. Charlie Hustle wants you to be the best dressed fan this season, so be sure to check out their wide selection of officially licensed collegiate apparel today and show off your school spirit all season long. With over 30 schools to choose from, they've got you covered with all your collegiate apparel needs. Shop today at www.charliehustle.com. Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. This podcast is brought to you in part by Modern Appalachian Kitchen, a small, Local Morgantown business is giving WVU fans and Morgantown something to talk about. This local candy kitchen is home to the Marshmallow Couch. That's right. Now you can relive the infamous WVU winning celebration with a couch that you can eat instead of catching on fire in the middle of the street. Order your Marshmallow Couch and other sweet treats at ModernAppalachianKitchen.com. We are part of the 1012 Patreon. Please be a part of our 1012 Patreon where you can get behind the scenes information, show participation, and other things. It is www.patreon.com slash 1012 network. Thanks, everyone, for listening and supporting the Raspy Voice Kids. You are now tuned into the Raspy Voice Kids podcast with your boy Brandon Phoenix, aka I also hate Pitt, joined by my brother Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix, fresh off the ball win. Yeah, we here in the building. We are in the building. We are in the booth. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. Been a long time, Jay. We should have left them, but we did. So now it's time to make up for it. We are back and better than ever. We are talking West Virginia Mountaineer sports, NFL, college football, all of that, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Jeremy, 
Where are we going to start this conversation? Ain't no ugly. You said the good, the bad, the ugly. Ain't no ugly. No, I said the NFL, college sports. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Get up on that. Man, it feels so good to win the bowl game. I texted, I tweeted, I said out loud, it's good to feel good. It's so good to feel good. Like, if you want to break down the nuances and blah, 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 good for you. Do it. Go for it. I'll probably get into it a little bit in this episode as well. But as we sit right now, nine and four, bowl champions beating eight and four teams. Duke, uh, Brandon, all right, all right, okay, Duke Mayo Bowl, okay. Shout out Duke Mayo Bowl, appreciate it. But there's some disgusting things that went down, and I'm not talking about on the field, during the Duke's Mayo doggone nasty, disgusting, put mayo on everything bowl. But we're not going to be negative right now for the moment. Yeah, it was, yeah a little it was, late. It, it, look, man, it was a good time. It was a good time, and man, do Mountaineers love Charlotte. That's all I got to say. Do Mountaineers love Charlotte? Do Mountaineers love winning? Do Mountaineers love winning nine games at least in a season? Jeremy, this is a beautiful thing. Neil Brown did something that Dana Holgerson never did, which was win just exactly nine games. And the biggest thing, Jeremy, the most important thing is he has primed us for the Kool-Aid guzzling. Oh, man. Of all time. Of all time? Of all time, Brandon. You are not even lying. When you sit here and talk about the Kool-Aid guzzling, there's never been Kool-Aid chugged as fast, as as clear, as open-throated, as whatever you want to say, gallon after gallon, then what's going on? Ah, slow your roll, dog. Brandon, do you- Are you you kidding me? After the Sugar Bowl with freshman Pat White, freshman Steve Slayton, are you kidding me? Excuse me, I should have said, there's never been Kool-Aid made. I mean, I mean- Okay, okay, okay. See, see, I'm now now I'm slipping up, but my point is that was real, real Kool-Aid. That was actual Kool-Aid. That wasn't the flavor right <laughs> on the bottom shelf. I'm saying, see, that that was real Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid's being made now. I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying we don't know if you got it from high high quality, if it's top shelf or it's bottom shelf. But but Jeremy, it's Kool-Aid. <laughs> Ain't no, ain't no top shelf Kool Aid. Ain't no bottom shelf Kool Aid. It's just all Kool Aid. By the and way, by the way, by the way, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is that the truth with people? It doesn't matter the packet of Kool Aid. I, I mean, almost, if it's if it's Kool Aid brand, I guess, I guess if you say Kool Aid, I was saying like you, know, you want a Coke, like where everybody calls every drink Coke. That's that's a uh, 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 carbonated yeah, beverage. I, all I'm all I'm saying to you, Jeremy, is Kool Aid is Kool Aid. When you want to get to guzzling. Like, so when we were looking at Pat White and Steve Slayton, let's think about this. And after the Sugar Bowl, Pat White, Steve Slayton, our minds were on a possible national championship. Now, the Kool-Aid being guzzled is about a pop, like a Big 12 title contention. No Oklahoma, no Texas. Big 12 title contention is within our reach with the core coming back. And people are drinking that Kool-Aid. But is that, Kool-Aid's hey, hold, up, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is that what you're hearing? You're hearing Big 12 Championship? Because what I've heard more than anything, I haven't even heard we have a chance to win the Big 12 Championship. I've heard we can get a spot, one of the eight or 12, what is it, eight or 12 this year? 12. One of the 12 spots of the CFP, more than I've heard 
we're oh, going to win the Big I've 12. I've not heard anybody say that. I've not heard anybody say that. that. You're the first person I've heard say that. I've seen it in a couple places where people are talking about, about CFP next year. And to say, I want to put this, uh, put this in there, it's not outlandish. With the teams that's moved on and the teams that we beat in conference this year, I, I, I understand how people could get there. That's what I'm saying. Listen, you got to win your conference before anything else can be discussed. That's where I am. Let's Let, worry yeah, about yeah, winning. Yeah. Oh, we'll get up to this later. Let's get to Duke Mayo. All right. I'm sorry. Let's do Duke Mayo. I, I just, I just, I'm sorry. Every time I say Duke Mayo, I just think about to put it on the nachos and, and just kind of my stomach turns. I'm sorry. I can't do it. There was too much what Duke was worse, Mayo. The nachos? What was worse, the nachos or the pepperoni roll? Uh, definitely the nachos. The, the the pepperoni roll. Did you least, see though? The pepperoni roll at least has bread um, to absorb it a little bit. The nachos, it's just on. The, I mean, I would love to have faith in Duke Mayo, but seeing seeing as this is the first, you know, honestly, I don't even really, I didn't even know about Duke Mayo before the game. That's disgusting. The, the, you didn't the, know about Duke Mayo before the game, Brandon. The Duke Mayo bath afterwards, disgusting. I know. A you lot didn't of know about that it. before. No, I didn't know about no Duke. Uh, I, I, I think I saw it, but I mean, it's Duke Mayo Bowl. Come on, Brandon. You're going to ask me if I, if I knew about the 22, uh, 246, 62, 38s from the Continental Tire Bowl, too? Is, is that what you, is that what you want? <laughs> Oh, but they did it big. And when you're a sponsor, that's what you're supposed to do. And you got it out there. But I'm saying, mayo on nachos, you were making my stomach turn, and it was too much mayo. Look, if I pay for an ad that's, or a bowl game, that's exactly what it'd be. Every single second, me... me Forced <laughs> down your throat. That's right. Literally. That's right. That's right. Every single second. But did you see, did you see the uh, Episcopal Archdiocese of West Virginia? Absolutely. Talk about... I mean, they, 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 hey, look, they preach the gospel. They preach the gospel on that one. 100%, it is an abomination. It is an abomination. It needs to be explained, and it needs to be repented upon or repented about before you can't be forgiven for putting mayonnaise on a pepperoni roll. They said, I'm sorry, Dukes or not? Only way you can be forgiven if you burn a couch or you go see the Mothman, one of the two. That's right, 100%. 100%. And they ain't wrong. I mean, I'm not Episcopalian. But I feel them on that. They're 100% right, and I'm glad they came out maybe, with it. Maybe, maybe, look, I will also throw in there, maybe if you go see the number one ranked wrestling team in the state, the Parkersburg High School Big Reds, maybe maybe that maybe that could get you some leniency, too. Or the undefeated women's basketball team. Shout to uh, Mark Kellogg. Amen. Amen. They're out there doing their thing, 11-0. So do, in the bowl game, you watched the bowl game, Brandon. What were your thoughts and your feelings of the overall you know, performance? Neil Brown's players. Look, man, they always come to play. You can say what you want about Neil Brown. His team comes to play every single game. They've never quit. They've never given up. And they showed up to play hard. Oh, my bad. I thought you was asking me what I thought. I didn't realize you were going to say what you thought. Bro, I was, I was man, look, man, I was, I was trying to give you a platform. I was Listen, trying to let you collect your thoughts, but go ahead. Go ahead, sweetness. Here's the thing. People might try to say this is a lower-tier bowl game. Nobody cares. People might try to argue dudes opted out for North Carolina. Let me, hold, up, nobody, hold, up, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me guess you ate something. 
No, I'm not eating nothing. You ain't got nothing in your mouth. Maybe some residue. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, I can tell. Every time he starts, I can tell. I'm telling you people. You think I'm front. I can tell. I... <laughs> figure to figure to figure to figure to fat boy. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can hear it. I can so, hear no, it. People might, try, people might try to say this was a lower tier bowl game. People might try to say that dudes opted out for North Carolina as if nobody from West Virginia was out of the game like Zach Frazier, who should have been in consensus All-American. Got Wait, robbed hold up, hold up. I, I know you're on your rant. They had 12 people who opted out. Are you being serious right now? I'm just saying. Brandon, how many We were missing are, players, oh, too. How, no, no. How many starters are all on a football team? <laughs> 24 or 22. Okay. Come on. All right. Sorry. Continue on what you thought. I was like trying to, I said, I, I was trying to say People like this. you. People like you might try to say dudes opted out. What I know is, what I know is when it was he time said to the play, Browns are just as good with Joe Flacco. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue those on. dudes lined up. West Virginia lined up. When the dust settled, Neil Brown and them boys, Garrett Green and them boys, Jaheim White and them boys came out the victors. And that's all I care about. Because you know what everybody's going to remember about this game, Jeremy? Oh, who absolutely. won? Yeah, preach. It's the truth. That Nobody is the cares truth. about who played, who didn't play. Nobody cares about who was injured, who wasn't injured. Nobody cares Major Harris got hurt in the first series against Notre Dame. All they remember is the glory. And the glory belongs to West Virginia University. We won. That's how I feel about the game. They were ready to play. First play of the game, Neil Brown calls a great play. Gary Green puts the ball on the spot. Traylon Ray takes it to the end zone. We start the game the way you're supposed to start the game. The defense showed up. The defense made adjustments. We had a lot of penalties. The offensive line didn't play their best game. But we did our thing. And we won the game. And that's what matters to me. And a lot of people were hating on Jordan Leslie. Had a lot to say about Jordan Leslie. His boys came up big with sacks and turnovers. And the game was largely about the defense and largely about special teams. So I just tipped my cap to Neil Brown because I hate, I had, I didn't hate on, I don't hate on anybody ever. I told the truth about Neil Brown. <laughs> and Neil Brown said, you can write me all you want. You can write me off all you want, stop, but I'm not going to write stop, that. Stop, 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 Nope, nope. Uh, I hope nobody heard that. I hope nobody heard that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Hey, I'm not the one who originated that. Steve Slayton said it. Okay, well, him too, okay? Him too. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I'm but sorry. I'm, Jeremy, are you kidding me? Neil Brown came in on the hottest of hot seats. I, I picked him to go five and seven. The man won nine football games in the year of our Lord, 2023. Four of them were with, has, against a... Not be Jeremy. Uh, non, non, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy. No. I wish. don't hey, look. care. Michigan has how many wins against who? Yeah. Who do they? Who did Michigan play? But where are they? They're in the college football playoff. They played nobody except for Ohio State, and they're in the college football playoff. Winning is winning. Look, I'm with played. you. I'm with you. Winning is winning. Are you sure? Because you don't sound like it. Okay, G, you don't sound like it. Who are you talking to? First of all, <laughs> first and foremost, look, we're gonna get this out of here. Who are you talking? Who are you talking to? Boy, but don't look, get beat up. Don't get beat up on the okay, day off. On, see, look, I guess you did work Look, today, I need everybody pouring money, pouring money to RVK so we can have 
I also hate Pitt versus Jay and Fiend in the next Rough and Rowdy Bro. <laughs> rough and Rowdy. I'm telling 15 you. 15-second round edition. 15-second round Portnoy, edition. Portnoy, get at your boy. It, trust me. You want to back my corner. Yeah, back his corner. If you, I mean, he's going to be on the highlights when I knock him out. So, yeah, put back his corner. Do whatever you got to do. I was for sure you're going to be like, back his corner as long as it has some extra supports when he goes to <laughs> <laughs> Nah, see? See, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. Because then you're on my bad. I, I cut you off a few times, God. No, I just, Jeremy, I mean, how could you be anything but happy about winning 30 to 10 against a Power 5 opponent? And it'd be one thing oh, if they're Brandon, back Brandon, 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 I'm just, Brandon, I'm ecstatic. I'm so happy that we won 30 to 10. I'm so happy we went 9 to 4. Brandon, do you know that, all right, if you exclude, now this is a big if you exclude, but if you exclude Pat White's amazing run, Pat White is the GOAT at West Virginia. I'm sorry, Major Harris, I love you. Four straight bowl games, four, four straight big-time wins from 2000-2008, okay? Gino did it in 2011 in the Orange Bowl. And I know I'm going a, a, a far away. Everybody listen to me. If you eliminate the Orange Bowl, which obviously goes down to some of the greatest victories we've had, if you eliminate 2005 through 2000, uh, 2008, the last time West Virginia won nine games and won their bowl game, was in 1983 when Don Nealon went. Wait, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, Skylar, Skylar Howard didn't win 10 and win no, his bowl game, the Caxton Bowl? No, they were eight and five, Brandon. They were eight and five. Eight Trust and me. Five. Yeah. What when are you talking won, about? When, when Skylar Howard won his bowl game, they were eight and five in the Cactus Bowl. He lost when they went with a really good record. Yeah. Look it oh, up, okay. baby. Look it up. Okay. Okay. I trust the you. last I trust time you. West Virginia won nine games and won their bowl game was way back in 1983 when Don Nealon went 9-3 and won the Hall of Fame uh, Classic for their bowl game. If you exclude Pat White's run and Geno Smith win in 2011. My point is, it's been a long time. It's been a it's long time. It's very rare. To it's feel good. It's, no, for us to feel good. It is, look, to win like we did is amazing, is great. I mean, we're going in with so much momentum into the offseason. We are retaining so many of our players who actually made impacts. Look at our top two receivers in this game. Traylon Ray, freshman. Uh, Hudson Clement, freshman. Though, these are the guys who had all big-time catches. Uh, Hudson Clement had five catches. Traylon Ray had three catches uh, for 91 yards and a touchdown. Hudson Clement, five catches for 89 yards. Cole Taylor's coming back. He was He's not a freshman. I'm saying we have a lot of hope because we played really well. Um, not really well. We played well enough to win the game. But that being said, I do recognize well, that they were down 12 starters. I do recognize the fact that we scored 23 points on offense total. And the truth is, after the first play, we only scored 16 points. I'm not saying it was the most uh, beautiful game that we played. But the whole thing is survive and advance. So Survive and advance. Win, it's a, like you've been saying all season, we're grading on the pass or fail. And they and passed. passed. And they passed big time. And, 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 and I love the fact that, that Neil Brown got dumped with Duke Mayo. And he felt just like I would. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Nas nasty. There's nothing. Imagine how long he smelled like that. I don't care how much you shower. Imagine how long he smelled like mayonnaise. 
<laughs> yeah, disgusting. <laughs> By the way, I know some people who haven't been dumped with Duke May. Who <laughs> <laughs> smell like mayonnaise. You know, you have to finish that. It's disgusting, but it's the truth. You know what else I like, Jeremy? You're going to say they're down 12 starters. That's true, but we beat them like they were down 12 starters. It was not a close game. Did we? No, we beat them. Yeah, it wasn't a close game on defense. Jordan Leslie, stand up. That's what I want to say. Because offensively, we only scored, after the first play, we only scored 23 points. The defense and the special teams is what came through. Yes, and it's been coming through because WVU, this is according to not Tony Caridi, a.k.a. Faux Caridi NTC, and Skylar Callahan with a shout to Irrational. West Virginia has won its final three games by an average of 14.6 points. That means WVU by at least two touchdowns is alive and well. So shout out to them boys. Be that's honest. a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baylor, Cincinnati, North Carolina. Three power five wins. Those aren't group of five. Call, say what you want. They're not group of five. Those are power five wins. I will say we had 392 yards, total yards. It wasn't like mm-hmm. our offense was a juggernaut. And I'm not hating. I know people, oh, you say, no, I'm not hating. I'm, I'm being for real. They were down 12 starters, and we had 392 yards. We had 16 points after the very first play of the game. It was our defense. No, 23. I'm saying after the first play of the game, we had 16 points yeah, for the rest of the game. Yeah, we scored 30 total. Yes, we had a punt return for a touchdown. Okay, my bad. Okay, okay. We were 4 for 13 on third down, 392 yards total. But the bright spots, the things that I love, is not only the freshmen coming up big, trailing Ray, Hudson Clement, but the biggest thing I love. White. Seven sacks in the game. Yes, seven sacks. Seven sacks, Brandon. Every time we looked up, Jalen Thornton, the dude we've been waiting for for so long. Jalen Thornton, the legacy a sack and a half. And there's a lot of other people who got in on it, and we were constantly putting pressure. I give love to the players because that's how you execute. But I also give Jordan Leslie a lot of credit for making the adjustments after you see you're dealing with a running quarterback to put it down and only give up 10 points in the entire game. Big-time turnovers and big-time situations. Man, I love it. You know who else deserves flowers? Garrett Green, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. You know who else deserves yeah, yeah, absolutely. According to Keenan Cummings, Garrett Green has thrown for over 200 yards and rushed for at least 75 in the same game four times in the 2023 season. Guess how many times in school history it's been done besides that? How many times? Six times, Jeremy, ever. So a total of 10 times it's happened. Four of those 10 are from Garrett Green. So my question to you is, where are we putting Garrett Green? Where are we putting him? Because you keep talking about who we beat. You keep talking about North Carolina being down 12 starters. And like so many people have mentioned, we played a lot of scrubs throughout our history. We've played a lot of weak schedules throughout our history. Where do we put Garrett Green? I feel like this is one of the things where we'll see when the story is actually told. If you're sitting That's here a trying good to answer. If you're sitting here trying to tell me, because I have somebody at work who tried to tell me he could be in the same breath as Pat White, I'll say you've lost stop, your mind. Stop. Stop. He can't. Pat, you know why he can't? Because Pat White had four bowl game wins and, and two BCS bowl game wins. Like, he, he he's the only one who's ever done that. And I understand 
we're not talking about teams. We're talking about the person by themselves. But even saying that, if we were talking about the eye test, look, Gare Green is doing what he should do. He's executing. And Brandon, I need to bring up something right after we're done talking about this, about Gare Green. But unless Gare Green wins the national championship, unless Gare Green goes to CFP two times in a row, it's going to be hard to compare him to Pat White because of Pat, my, Pat White's resume and eye test. If Garrett Green wins the Heisman or Garrett Green goes to the national championship, then we can talk about it. Those are the only two options. It, it's, right? No, it's... I almost get offended and almost laugh. I don't get offended, but I laugh, and I, and I don't want to be this guy, but why would... Oh, no, I can't. Yeah, I can. I'm going to say it. Why would you ever put Garrett Green and Heisman in the same word? I mean, in, in the same sentence. And, and Garrett Green in the National Championship, same sentence. That's not going to happen. I love Garrett. I love this kid's passion. I love his fire. I love, I, I mean, the, the fight in him, his love for West Virginia. How can you not love it? But I'm also realistic in the fact where he is a great, real, excuse me, I take that back. Really good college quarterback. But in my opinion, he's not a Heisman candidate. He's not the best player in the country. We're not winning the national championship with Garrett Green. But I love him for my team. Has, I'll fight for has, him any has, day. Has Garrett Green not made progress every single year? Yes. Hey, tell the truth. Yes. So what I'm saying to you is what you're seeing right now is not the guy you're going to see in September, in August, the end of August next year against Penn State. I hope you're right. Here's the thing that I realized, Brandon, this is what I have to ask you. When you watch Garrett Green in the Duke Mayo Bowl against North Carolina, there was a fire in his eyes. There was a belief, a dynamic. Like, I just felt like there was something different. Like, there's a difference between thinking you're the man and knowing you're the man. When he showed up on that field and I'm looking at him, it felt like his reads, he knew he was the man. And then I started thinking about it more and more as he was making plays and showing what he could do with his arm and his legs without turning over the ball. And I thought, maybe it's me whose belief has changed. Maybe it's not Garrett Green. Maybe Garrett Green's played the exact same. Maybe it's my belief in him. Brandon, when you watch that game, do you think it was Garrett Green's belief in himself that was different? Or do you believe that it was your belief that he could make a play that was the actual difference maker? No, I, I think it was Garrett Green's. His improvement, his belief, his confidence is Garrett Green. I have not done anything but observe. I just watched the dude. I felt myself starting. I started feeling myself change. And he is not Patrick Mahomes. Let me say this 300 times over. But when he started getting his ball, the ball in his hands later on in the game, I started feeling confident, confident that something was going to happen. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I, I just, I just, I, it makes sense, but I, I don't have the same feeling. I'm just observing. I'm just watching. And I'm hoping. It made me question. It made me question myself. Is it him who has the confidence or is it me who's starting to have the confidence? Well, I hear what you're saying, but I, I think I just, you know, I, I just watched him. I, and by the way, we didn't ever just establish where Garrett Green is. We established he's not Pat White, right? Yeah. But is he better than Will Greer, who never won a ball game at WVU? I'll take him over Will Greer in our system, yes. Okay, that's a very important thing, because Will Greer 
put up stupid numbers in the two seasons he played for WVU. He did, he did, but he had better receivers. Um, do we put him? He he's not Geno to me. No, Geno. Geno's I feel like he's underrated even amongst Mountaineer fans. People show him love. Geno should be mentioned with Pat White and Major Harris, but he's not. And I feel like Geno Smith is underrated even amongst Mountaineer fans. And I'm going to say it, and I'm going to put it out there, because when you talk about the greatest Mountaineer quarterbacks of all time, Geno Smith deserves to be in that argument. Well, he holds like every passing record that WVU has, so of course he should be. Uh Of course he should be. If you talk to people right now and say, who's the greatest Mountaineer quarterback ever, they're going to say Pat White or Major Harris. They will not say Maybe some of the more seasoned people will say Gino, but Gino's going to get be twenty percent on, on that. You know what? Put it out. I, I see you smiling. I, I see you smiling. Yeah, put I, it out. I, I get, you know, but do you know why, Jeremy? I'll put it out there. But here's why, Jeremy. Because he lost to Syracuse. Because he went seven and six in a in a in a, in, in which caught which ended with a loss to Syracuse. Okay. He didn't show. He he didn't show. He did not put the team on his back. Like Pat, like those other guys. Yeah, he did. didn't put the team on his back like Pat White did against South Florida. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, got you. Or against any of the four teams he beat in bowl games. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting. I'm <laughs> Everybody gonna hate me after this episode. <laughs> hey, hey, they should be used to it by now. But I'm yeah, just saying, like, yeah. let's be honest. And I wonder why I get Major, voted out. Jeremy, the, Major- and I wonder why I get voted out in round sixty four. <laughs> Major Harris has an undefeated season with a national championship appearance and finished third in the Heisman. Pat White has four bowl wins, including two BCS wins against Power 5 champions. Gino doesn't have anything like that on his resume except for the Orange Bowl, which is a big deal. It's a big deal. But it's why I say he's the greatest pocket-passing quarterback in West Virginia University history, which is not a small thing. I get, it, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I get it. I get it. And I understand you say pocket passing, but I just, I don't like when people qualify stuff because that's the way to say, I feel like when but people sometimes qualify, you gotta qualify. But sometimes you got to qualify it. And by the way, it needs qualifications. What, in this instant, you're exactly right. I just don't like when people qualify stuff because they'd be like, oh, well, Kobe or Randy Moss is just the best deep threat. No, Randy Moss is the greatest, greatest receiver ever. Quit trying to qualify or water down oh, guess who what? he is. Guess what? Chris Hall and the masses have won. And the masses are wrong, too. You guys are all wrong. Okay? No. Ha, ha, ha. No, I'm being... Jeremy, if you go look at the data, if you go look at the stats, even if you adjust them for the 16-game schedule, all that stuff, Jerry Rice, I mean, you just can't argue it. That's right. Now, you want to say the most feared. No, no, no. Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time. Emmitt Smith, the greatest running back of all time. Got you, baby. No, but Emmitt, but... <laughs> no, Sasso ain't close. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. He's an all-time leading rush, rusher of all time. Four championships or five championships. Mm-hmm. Emmitt Smith is the GOAT. Hey, baby, I got you. Emmitt Smith and Jerry Rice. All right, you know what? That's not what this is about. So we're, so we're, putting, we're putting Garrett Green ahead of Will Greer so far. Do we put him ahead of Skylar Don Howard? Who's also way no. up there statistically in the no, history of WWE football. No, not yet. People, look, look, um, a great rapper that I won't mention his name, and Paul Wall said, pump your brakes and drive slow, homie. Okay? Pump your you brakes and drive like that? How you <laughs> do Kanye like that? Yeezy! <laughs> you can talk about the scandal, but the music is scandal-proof. But anyway, 
I'm just saying, um, like people, people, and by the way, I understand people are just getting excited. I mean, I like it, and I love it. Actually, I love it. Cause I'm not getting excited. I'm just asking. We're trying to place the guy. Like, where is you're he? You're trying I'm to place the guy. I'm saying I love when people get excited because that's what makes Mountaineer fans Mountaineer fans because we get excited about this kind of stuff. And we talk about this kind of stuff. No, 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 no. We like Garrett Green. Garrett Green is not an all-time great yet. No, he is not. He won one bowl game. Dude, I don't feel like you read a defense. You put, you put him ahead of Will Greer, who's like second all-time in passing yards in the history of WVU football. And has never came back, Okay. Is that true? Are we sure about that? Uh, I'm not, but I say it like I am. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has. And by maybe the way, Mountain Greer. But he's been in the NFL this entire time, so maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, lo- I love Mountain Greer. Look, look, don't get it twisted. I love Mountain Greer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Brandon, let's get on to Beanie, we- uh, Beanie Wells. Talk about a Wow, time. throwback, son. Beanie Siegel? Yep. Beanie Man? Bean Pie? Now, I'm waiting for you to say the right name because I can't remember right now. Beanie Bishop. <laughs> Beanie Bishop. Oh, I thought you were just being funny. I- no, I was being funny, but I was hoping you would say the real name. <laughs> Beanie Rook. Yeah. Okay, so Beanie Rook is doing his thing. <laughs> um, Brandon, he returned a, a punt for a touchdown. Was it punt or kickoff? I can't remember. A kickoff, right? A punt. His okay. first punt return in college. His first punt return in college, he returns it for a touchdown, 78 yards. So we talked about Garrett Green. We've been talking about everybody, and this is what RVK RVK does. We just be honest. Let's just be real. Brandon Beanie. I know you didn't think about this. I know I'm caught. I I have thought about it, but I'm catching you off guard. Where do you rank Beanie Bishop? I was just gonna I was gonna make it very watered down, but now you forced me to say unnecessary. Oh. <laughs> amongst, unnecessary. Amongst consensus all American. No, listen, listen. Ever. We Jeremy. Ever. Here's the thing that gets me about this. We have private conversations, you're gonna just bring it all out in public. I was asking a question. I know. I know, son. What? What? Yeah, we have a private conversation, but I mean, you know, there's not everything, not everything is for the podcast, by the way. We can be talking about stuff. Not everything is for the podcast. Oh, anyway. Okay, Jeremy, do you Jeremy, do you know who the consensus all Americans are? Uh no. Aaron Beasley. Bruce Bosley, you know for, him very well. For, for West Virginia, you're talking about the consensus. Consensus All-Americans. Not just All-Americans. All consensus All-Americans. Go ahead. Aaron Beasley, Bruce Bosley, Mike Compton, Canute Curtis, Brian Joswiak, Dan Moses, Ira Eric Rat Rogers, Todd Sauron, Steve Slayton, Darius Stills, Daryl Talley, Grant Wiley, and Beanie Bishop. You know what? Before you said all that stuff, I felt a certain no, no, no. I take it back. Because Canute played for Cincinnati for a few years, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the Americans. Those are the consensus all Americans. Yep, that's what it is. Oh, was Darius? Did you say Darius Stills? Yeah, Darius Stills. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Those are the consensus uh, all Americans. New, new subject. All right. Yeah. 
Oh, that's what I want to talk about can, can, next year. No, no, oh, we can talk about next year, but I just want to say one thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Brandon, I do not know for the, for the life of me, I do not know for the life of me how attendance is calculated at games. Oh, yeah, I don't either. Because whatever it is, it is 100% wrong. <laughs> no, it's not wrong. It's a lie. Yeah. They're yeah, lying. Yeah. R- wrong lie, all that see, stuff. I can see with my own eyes that they're lying. There were 42,295 people in Charlotte. There's no um, way. There's no way. At Bank of America Stadium? There's, Bank of America. There's no way. Just like all those statistics uh, uh, pit always posts about their home games. That's a straight up lie. I don't know how they do the attendance. I don't know how they calculate it, but I'm going to tell you right now to your face, straight up homeboy, straight up lie. Straight up lie. All right, now we can move on to 2024. Jeremy, the portal closes on January 3rd. So Neil Brown and company have work to do. Country Roads Trust has work to do to make sure this team stays as much intact as possible. Bartlett has already said he's going to go into... The portal looks like we're going to lose Coach Wright. He's going to go be the defensive coordinator for Troy. We'll see how this all goes. Not a surprise when you have a successful program. You lose players, you lose pieces, you lose coaches. That's That happens. You got to figure it out, make adjustments. But for the most part, the strength of this team stays together, right? Yeah, and by the way, I'm going to give you- a shout-out to Bartlett. That Bartlett actually played if he's going into the port- portal. Yeah, he is. And, and so, then, he's, so he's going to the, into the portal where he could have opted out of the bowl game. Little shout out. Yes. Then you add the players that we've imported from the portal already. And it looks like we've kept this team. Neil Brown has kept this team mostly intact, right? Yep. So the fake real Brad Howe, a.k.a. at fake underscore house. He asked the question, is the 2024 season opener against Penn State the biggest home opener in week one West Virginia has had since the Ohio State game in 1998? The answer is yes, because right when you said that, I was about to say, no, 98 was bigger. But then you said, except for 98. Um, Yeah, I, honestly, I, I, I would say so. I would say so without actually looking to see who our other home openers were. But I'm just telling you gut feeling like the anticipation, the excitement that we're going to have going nine and four and bringing back a whole lot of people. Zach Frazier's a big loss. Um, uh, a couple of defensive Doug linemen. Nestor's a big loss. Uh, it, Not as big as Zach Frazier, but he's a big loss. So we, we're losing some players, but I feel like our team, especially with the guys we're bringing in, we're very, very, very hopeful. The Kool-Aid is extra sweet, whether it's top shelf or bottom shelf. It's super sweet. Yeah, no, I would agree. Like, like going into this next year, people are going to be hyped. When you talk about tickets selling out, when people are, like, you know, getting season tickets, especially so they can get that Penn State game at home, it's going to be bananas. Yeah, I, I think I agree. It, it, I think it's going to be the most high. Ah, no, I don't know. Because after the Sugar Bowl... And I understand it's the first game of the year, but after the Sugar Bowl, everybody was who's pretty the, excited. Who, I don't know. the home opener? I don't know who the That's home the thing, opener was. It, was no, it, wasn't, it wasn't anybody. It wasn't anybody significant. It must not have been, but it, it was pretty big. And by the way, okay, you said since. You said since. 
that game because I was going to say, I remember the year, but that was way back in 93. In 94, we played Nebraska to be the home opener, but that was four years before what you said. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeremy, the, <laughs> the home opener in 2006 was Marshall. Like I said, it was, fr- it was huge. <laughs> in the Friends of Coal Bowl. And yes, there are a lot of people who get excited about that for the state, but there's no way it, the anticipation is the same as it was for Ohio State in 98. With the no, Ohio State was the number one team in the country. Now, Penn State will not be number one. No question about that. But they'll probably be top 15. Do you think we get ranked? Yes, I think we get ranked. And I think we start the season ranked. I hope. I hope. And I think that Fake Brad Howe poses a good question. The answer is, to me, this is the biggest game, biggest home opener in 25 years. Because if we, Jeremy, I don't want to do it, but I feel like I got See, this is where the Kool-Aid starts sinking in. (laughs) We can't even get through the show, and my dude is starting to get some some hype, hype adrenaline coming through and start thinking, listen here. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Have you looked at the schedule? Have you looked how the schedule lines up? Yeah. It's, we do you want to go through the schedule? No, I already know. I already know what the schedule is, which which if we want to talk about Neil if Brown. If we are good enough to beat Penn State, if we are good enough to beat Penn State, then undefeated is not a pipe dream. So it's a I would love for people to put I would love to put a poll out there. Do you think that we have more of a chance to actually accomplish our dreams this year because of our schedule if we beat Penn State? Or do you feel like this is the greatest troll of all time by the sports gods that's about to go down? I don't think we're going to beat Penn State. So that nullifies all the other stuff I was saying. I don't think we're going to beat Penn State. Brandon, this is what they do. Brandon, this is what they do. This is their game. This is what they do. They make us believe. They make us buy in. They make us get hyped. They gave us a ball win against a, a, a team that's missing 12 starters. That we would be Baylor when we should, or not, I'm not saying shouldn't have, but it, it was a close game. We, we could played, have. We, we, we played three group of five teams and one that's subpar and get all these wins. And this is what they do. You know why? Because they feast on misery. That's what they love. All right, Jeremy. So let me ask you Do you. Yes, we're going 12 think, and 0. Yes, we're going 12 and no, 0. No, no, yeah, I, I believe that. Do you think you and I owe Neil Brown an apology? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. People <laughs> were talking about apologies. I saw that and I laughed. I was like, five and seven, five and seven. I almost thought Neil Brown's name was five and seven, okay? Because <laughs> 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 you broke the mold one time. No, you're going to have to show me that this wasn't, this wasn't, uh, you know, a blip. The anomaly. The, this wasn't the fluke. Yeah. This, this has to be the standard as opposed to the exception. That's right. This wasn't you playing Cincinnati, uh, uh, BYU, uh, UCF, and Houston. The, Houston and a stink Baylor team. And a, a, you have to show me. You know what I mean? Because I'm not saying, like, like I'm not taking a one-year glimpse. Look, for four years, you show me. We can't get over the hump. In this game, we won 30 to 10. We scored 16 points after the first seven points that was a deep touchdown pass. We played a team that was 12 players down, and we we won 30 to 10. So it looks like a blowout. But offensively, which you coach, we didn't we didn't like put it on like we could. I like the confidence that I saw. I love how hard our team played. And you know what? I've always loved how hard our team played. But 
I will say, at this point, right now, I'm still not a Neil, Bel- Neil Brown believer. I'm not. I'm with you. I don't think we owe an apology. I'd like to apologize for absolutely nothing. Personally, my stance is you he owes you me an apology. Do you Thank know you. I went all the way up? No, I went up all, all the way to Happy Valley. How much did I spend on a hotel room? How much, <laughs> how much money? <laughs> Took a time off work. Okay. I was at Pittsburgh. I was in Pittsburgh when we played Pitt. So listen here. I love. Okay. Hashtag. Uh, I, I love feeling stupid. I was going to say I love egg on my face, but I'll just say I love feeling stupid. Okay. You got to say pause. You got to say pause. I, I, fe- I love feeling stupid. And I love the feeling that I have that we are 9-4 and four and we won our bowl game. He got doused with mayonnaise, and our team is celebrating and doing his thing because I'm 304 till I die. Legit. Blown, golden blue, born and raised. That's how I am. But this one season, you're going to have to prove more. And I know that you're going to say you keep moving the goalpost. No, I'm not. Because you had four terrible seasons or seasons that were subpar. You had one good season. Prove to me that you can do it again. And, and hopefully, and trust me, my feelings aren't so staunch. I'm starting to think, am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. Look, baby, prove me, prove to me that I'm wrong. The you excuses, know what? The excuses are starting to make sense. Yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, they are, Brady. Nine and four says Dana left him a bad team. Nine and four says Shane Lyons did not put together enough. Brandon NIL. more than his nine and four. His team has not quit on him. Brandon, have you seen that? They love him. They love, they love Neil him. Brown. Yeah, and I love that. So that makes me that makes me think, man, maybe he's got something that I was missing and I didn't understand. And I hope that that's the case. I would love to be all the way wrong. One season though does not mean I'm wrong. Nope. Because you had four bad seasons, then one good one. Now the best part is the one good season came after the other four bad other subpar seasons. No, that's like so that's hopefully, a, that's, hopefully that's, that's, we that's are like genuinely telling, climbing hold up, hold up, for once. Hold up, that's like you telling me you can shoot a three pointer. And you shoot three times because he was five and seven most of his years. And you hit the backboard and not even the rim. And then on the fifth shot, he goes in, switch, and you're like, yeah, boy, that's what I said. No, you're going to have to shoot it again to prove, <laughs> prove to me yeah. what it is. I should have wrote it down. I had an analogy for this. It was a TV show, and I can't remember which one. Thank you about, for being a friend. It's not that, but it's. It was just the idea that just because you do something once doesn't mean that that's who you are. But I hope that I'm wrong, and this is who they are. This is who Neil Brown is, and he can prove that he can get these boys doing what we want them to do. And to me, 10 wins is not far-fetched next year. No, it's not far-fetched, and I want people to know that through and through. There are certain people who root for West Virginia to lose so they can – Oh, because Neil Brown stinks. No, I never, never root, did it. I never, never ever, it. ever, ever root for West Virginia to lose nothing in anything. I want West Virginia to win each and every single game. I love West Virginia so much, and I'd rather look stupid and like an idiot um, in some people's opinion, because trust me, if I win, I don't care, um, for us to win. So I hope next year Neil Brown comes in and shows out and says, look, this is what I've been building. You fools were idiots to write me off so fast. I hope that's the case. I hope that's the narrative. I hope that's the story that I tell people. Yeah, Neil Brown, we tried to give up on him early, and he went out and won six national championships in a row. I hope that's the story. Don't threaten me with a good time. Anything else we want to talk about today? We can talk about basketball another time. We got Ohio State coming up. Josh Eiler and the boys 
Raekwon battles the truth. He's a real deal. Can you imagine him, Kirk, Krissa, and Jesse Edwards together, hey, Jeremy? 29 for 29, man. Two in a row. What you got to say? This is what we were missing. I hope they can turn it around. We will talk about it another day, not right now. We just gave you a little bit of flavor, but we will definitely talk about Raekwon Battle. We will definitely talk about Mountaineer basketball. We'll definitely talk about the NFL playoffs that are coming up and that are coming into, you know, into focus. I actually also want to talk about the LA Dodgers. Are you against them? Are you for them? And by all the, by the way, all the people who say, oh, Yankees buy their championships, don't try to act like you're rooting for the Dodgers now, okay? Because they're doing the same exact thing. There's all kinds of things we could talk about. Brandon, Russell Wilson getting benched? Yeah, I already, I already knew he stunk. Game manager. But anyway, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. I saw the smile. We're not going to do it right now. We'll hit you up in a few days. Who knows we gonna drop? Look, look, RVK, we just be dropping whenever we feel like it. We just be dropping stuff. You don't even know when it's coming. We shock just be drop, dropping stuff. Sneak app, sneak app. Stop, shock <laughs> drop. All right, well, that's it for the Raspy Voice Kids. Your boy, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, with Jeremy Phoenix, JN Fiend. For those who are not initiated, we are the Raspy Voice Kids. Please love us because we love you. Get at your boys. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.